What's going on? What's going on? Good people, Pastor Lamarcus here with another episode of Home Here Mark. So excited as always to be spending some time with you guys uh, and just sharing uh, what the Lord is, is really laying on my heart. And again, I want to make sure that I am encouraging you guys and that uh, this podcast is being a blessing to you. If it is, let us know, man. Like, share, subscribe, write a review, uh, share it with other people, engage with us on our uh, social media platforms. We have a a Facebook page uh, up and running called On Your Mark. So go on there and give us some topics, give us some feedback. Let us know uh, how we're being a blessing to you and how we can be a blessing to you. Uh, Again, just so excited to be uh, able to come uh, on these podcasts. And today I want to continue in our series where we are talking about mountain movers. We want to be mountain movers, man. Folks that move mountains with our faith, folks that hold fast to our most holy faith, folks that uh, trust God for what he said, even when things around us are rocky or shaky, don't look the way we thought they would look, don't feel the way we thought they would feel, that we keep holding on to what God said. Because at the end of the day, in the middle of the day, and at the start of the day, we choose to go on his word versus what we see. We go by what we what what we don't go. Let me, let me fix it. We don't go by what we see. We go by what he said. So, man, I'm so excited to continue this series. We started out uh, just talking about uh, mountain movers and, and, and what that means to have the type of faith that moves mountains. Again, uh, it, it's not so much the, the mountain that we see, but it's the mountain that's in me. It's it's our feelings and our emotions and the things that cause us to change our mind from what God said. It's it's when when things come into our field of vision that makes us change the vision, uh, change from or deter from the vision that God laid in our hearts. So we got to make sure that we're careful about that. Uh, go back and listen to the other podcasts on Mountain Movers. I think it'll be a blessing to you. We talked about don't go by what you see, go by what he said. I think that's so, so important that we do that. Uh, and then the the last time we talked about uh, adopting the right posture. We talked about adopting the right posture, making sure we have the right posture uh, when we are going in uh, with Christ, when we are uh, allowing uh, our faith to take over. Uh, we talked about adopting a meditative posture, adopting a therapeutic posture, adopting a praise posture and adopting a rest posture. So you want to make sure uh, that as you go back, you really dive into those because I think those will be a a blessing to you as well. Today, today, I want to keep it going. um, And and I want to talk about uh, this from this standpoint of being a mountain mover. Um, Keep going, right? Keep going back. Uh, uh, the topic today on 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 your mark on on being a mountain mover, somebody who stays firm in their faith is keep going back. What, what, what do I mean by that? What do I mean by that? Um, th- there was a there was a time of years years ago. My wife and I had been married, and we moved uh, back to Jackson, Mississippi, from Jackson, Tennessee, and uh, we had moved in with my parents. And the idea was we would we would be there while we were building our home. We had uh, purchased some land, and we were so excited uh, to to build and. Uh, we were just getting all kinds of run around. It was different things going on. One at one point it was credit score. At one point it was the economy. At one point it was uh, homeowners and 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 certain architectural. Th- I mean, it was just one thing after the next, after the next, after the next that was preventing us from building our home. But but the thing that that she and I kept doing throughout the process is we just kept going. 
We kept going back to where we had purchased that land. We kept going back to where God showed us that he was going to allow us to build a home. We kept driving the neighborhood. We kept, you would think we lived there because after work we would drive by and on the weekends we would drive by and, and during the day, sometimes we would just, we would drive by and sometimes we drive by and we just get out and we just walk around on the land and we just walk out there and, and just be out in that space. But, but here's my point. Even when we didn't see anything, we kept going back. And wouldn't you know that that it wasn't very long before all of a sudden uh, the, the bulldozer showed up and all of a sudden start pushing dirt around and all of a sudden the guy showed up and they start digging trenches and pouring concrete. And then before you knew it, there was a slab out there. And then all of a sudden there were sticks going up and you could see the framing happen. And, and then all of a sudden they were putting sheetrock up. And the next thing we knew, we had a house, man. We had a home. But before we got to that point, I can't tell you how many times we kept going back. We kept going back. We kept on going back over and over and over again. And I think that's so important uh, for us to recognize when we when we talk about faith, because here's the thing in faith. Remember, we don't go by what we see. We go by what he said. And, and oftentimes when God gives you a, a vision, then the enemy will put in your field of vision, in your actual sight. He'll put things up that look like obstacles. He'll put things up that feel bad. He'll put things up to, to kind of mess with you, with you emotionally and with your emotional status because he's trying to get you to take your field of vision and let that um, make you abort the actual vision that God has given you in your heart. And I think I mentioned on, on a previous podcast, your field of vision and the vision that God actually gives you in your heart will always be in stark contrast. They will always be in stark contrast. God gave the children of Israel a vision of a land flowing with milk and honey. And in their field of vision, what they saw was giants over there. And, and so the field of vision and, and the vision God puts in your heart will oftentimes, most times, be in stark contrast with each other. What we have to do is say, I see what I see and I know what I see, but I'm not going by that. I am not going by that. I am going by what God said. What did he say? And oftentimes when it comes to this mountain moving faith, what we have to do is keep going back. Keep going back to God to get the insight that we need. Keep going back to God to get reassured and, and, and uplifted. Keep going back to the place where God is called. Keep going back. Don't let the situation and the circumstances change your mind. I'm reminded. I'm reminded about uh, Elijah and the widow. There, there had been a famine in the land and, and there, there's a, just a fantastic um a fantastic narrative in first Kings about Elijah, uh, pronouncing a famine and, and King Ahab and all that stuff. I, I won't go into depth on all of that because my, my point for today is I want to focus on the widow. I want to focus on the widow because God told Elijah once he, uh, pronounced the famine and then he sent him down by the brook and, and the ravens would feed him. And then the brook dried up. And then he said, I'm sending you down to Zarephath. I'm sending you down there. I have commissioned a widow to feed you. Now I, I've commissioned a widow to feed you. It, so we already know that this woman is, 
uh, without a husband. I perhaps the husband has died, whatever the case may be, but she's widowed now. Uh, so in, in those days, in that time, if you were widowed, things were difficult for you if you didn't have somebody taking care of you. Uh, so we already see God sending him to somebody. And, and I love to preach this. I love to teach this because I, I oftentimes I tell people when, when I talk about it is God wasn't just sending Elijah down there to be taken care of by the widow. God was sending Elijah down there so God could take care of the widow himself. Man, it's, it's so powerful when you really look at it. But for our, for our purposes today, don't, don't let me fool around and get out, off into preaching now because you know I will. But before our purposes today, I, I want to focus in on something that the widow did that I think is very vital for us as we think about um, being people of faith, as we think about having that mountain moving faith. The Bible said he sent Elijah down there and Elijah runs into this widow and he calls out to the widow and asks for water. And then he said, if you would, if you would make, make me a little, little piece of bread, make, make me a little cake and, and, and some bread, make, make me something to eat. And she responds to him, you caught me in the middle of looking for something to make a fire, some, some sticks so that, and some kindling so that I could kindle a fire and, and, and make the last little bit of flour and the last little bit of oil that I have into a cake so that me and my son, so, so watch this. Not only is, is she a widow, but she's taking care of a kid. Not only is she a widow, but she's having to take care of somebody else. And when Elijah asked her for something to eat, she explains to Elijah, I'm fresh out. All I have left is just enough for me and my boy to have one final meal before we die. And Elijah, what Elijah says next is so fascinating and it's so full of the grace of God. And, and, and again, I don't have time to preach all of it today. And, and, and I'm trying not to preach, but man, it's so hard. I, I just want to talk to you for a minute. But, but what Elijah says next is so potent because what he says is, I, I hear you. I hear you. Tell you what. <laughs> Tell you what. Make me some first. Make me some first. And, and, and if you make me some first, I'm, I'm going to tell you something. If you make me some first, you don't even have to worry about it. Every time you go back to it, there'll be some for you, to, for you and your kid. Every time you go back to it, there'll be some for you and your household. But, but first, you got to make me some first. And, and that's so fascinating because, again, this is a widow. She is trying to take care of her, of her kid. The famine has been so severe that there is not enough food to go around. It has now reached down to Zarephath and they are running out of provisions. And, and, and if I were preaching it, I'm not. But if I were preaching it, I would highlight the fact that when the provisions are running out, the thing that brings the provision is God. God sending Elijah, God being with Elijah, the man of God coming into that place to provide provisions for someone that he knew was running out of provisions. Oh, it's so good. But 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 lest I keep preaching after I told you I wouldn't. Let, let, let me get back to this woman because I think it's so it's so vital that we see the faith in this situation. Can you imagine how difficult it must have been in that moment? Knowing that you're already hungry, knowing that you've already been rationing, knowing that you've already been saving, knowing that you've been doing everything you can to try to withstand this famine. And you are finally at the point where you can withstand no longer. You are finally at the point where half rations no longer. I don't have a half ration left to half. All I have left is one more ration. We're going to eat that, do the best we can. But I, as far as I can see, there's no support. There's no 
help coming. After we eat this, we'll die. And Elijah said, yeah, take that and give it to me. G give me that. Can you imagine? I, I listen, I, I, I know I got, because I, 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 I know mamas and stuff. And, 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 and I talk to mamas about their babies and all that stuff. And I know how mamas are. Uh, excuse me? Me and my boy ain't got, but we don't even have a half a cake. Like we don't have enough to make a full proper meal. And, and you want me to give you some? I, I need you to understand what I'm asking. I am not telling you to give me some, some bread. I'm not telling me to give you, to give me your last. I am telling you that the word of the Lord, God himself has sent me here. And he is saying, that if you honor him through this task, through this giving, through this doing, you won't have to worry about how much you got left. Because every time you go back, there'll be enough there for you and your household. It's so vitally important that we see what this woman did next. The Bible says she did as Elijah asked. She gave him some first. And and a fascinating thing happened after that. The Bible said when she went back, <laughs> she had enough for her and her boy. As a matter of fact, the Bible says that every time she went back, that her and her entire household were fed. That, my friends, is mountain moving faith. Now, I, I want to dive into this just a little bit because I want us to see something here. Now, notice something very, very potent here. The Bible did not say when she gave Elijah the bread that the famine ended. It's not what the Bible says. In other words, even after she did what God called her to do, they still found themselves in a difficult situation, in a famine where there was lack of food, that where there were not enough provisions to go around. But in the midst of the famine, every time she needed food for her house, oh, come on, somebody. In the midst of the difficulty, every time she had a need, in the midst of the struggle and the strain going on all around her because she honored God with her faith every time she needed something. It was there. But here's something very important that we got to see. Not only did the famine not end, the Bible does not indicate that when she did what Elijah asked her to do, that her oil was filled and her flower jar was filled. No, 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 no. Elijah said, every time you go back, there'll be enough to make some more. So what we need to understand from this is she didn't even get her flower filled. She didn't even get her oil filled. So watch this. Every time she went back, she had to scrape the last little bit out to make the last little bit for her and her boy and her family, her household, Elijah to eat. So she, <laughs> you got to see it. She had to wake up every day in faith and go back to that same jar that was empty yesterday to that same flower that had been depleted yesterday to, to that same source that I used up yesterday. I got to go back and try to find some more. And the Bible declares that every time she went back, there was enough for her to feed herself and her boy and Elijah and those in her household. That is the essence of mountain moving faith people of God we might not see it all right then 
it may not all happen the way we want. D just because we trust in God, the economy might not shift when we need it to shift. J just because we believe in God for our children, the situation might not change when we want it to change. Just because we're believing God in our marriage, we might not see it flip when we want to see it flip. But if we keep going back, if we stay with God, if we keep trusting and not change, our mind, can you imagine her, her giving Elijah some and then going back and whoo, man, I gave Elijah that. Boy, that was scary. But but here it is. It's still a little bit here for me and my son. It's still a little bit. It's still a little flour left for me and my boy. It's still a little oil left for me and my boy. So now I'll make our last meal and we'll die. No, that's not what God said. He said, every time you go back. And, and, but, but, but can you imagine after you've gone back and scraped, maybe I didn't pay enough attention the, the, the first time. And maybe there was more in there than I thought. Maybe I didn't pay, pay enough attention the third time. Maybe there's enough, there were more in there than I thought. But, but after you've gone back four, five, 10, 12, 15, 20 times, you're like, you know what? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm not making a mistake. This is God showing up on my behalf. I, I, I'm not, I'm not missing this. This is God doing a, a miracle. Every, this is God showing up for me. Every time I show up where he told me to show up, this is God making a way for me. Every time I step in the place, he's called me to step in. This is God because I'm keeping, because I won't stop going back because I keep going back because I won't let how I feel and what I see. I won't let what I saw last time change my mind about what God said for today. So I keep going back. And every time I show up, fresh new flour, fresh new oil, household fed, my boy is being taken care of, the man of God fed, folk in my household, and provisions are scarce everywhere. And guess what? They're still scarce in my house, but we got enough because I keep going back. And, and what I need us to understand is that we have to stop thinking that it has to be full for God to show up on our behalf. We got to stop thinking that we got everything we need for today, tomorrow, and forevermore for God to show up. No, the fact that I don't have what I need today means that he shows up in this moment for me. And it just means that when tomorrow comes, watch this, I got to go back. I have to keep going back. I have to keep going back. I have to make sure that even when I'm uncomfortable, even when I'm frustrated, even when I'm angry, even when I'm mad, even when I'm sad, I don't let that stop me from going back because my provision is where God called it to be. My provision is right there. If I keep, where, where, where are your blessings? We talk about this all the time. We coined this long time ago. We talk about it all. Where is your blessing? It is in the spot of obedience. If you give me some first, says Elijah, every time, watch this, you go back, there'll be provisions for you. Well, well what is the, what, what is the command? When you're hungry, when you need food, go back to the jar. I emptied that jar. I emptied that flower. Yeah, yeah, I understand what you're saying. But when you're hungry, go back to the jar. But I'm looking around out here trying to see if I can find some more. No, 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 no. There are no provisions out there. That's not where I told you to go. Well, last time I got, I got the last little bit out the jar. Where did I tell you to go? Well, you told me to go to the jar. Then go to the jar so that you can have food to eat. Go back. Keep going back. Uh, three things I want to tell you real quick because I I, I, I want to give you this. 
We got to go back. We got to go back. When God is calling us, we won't always every time see it all at one time. Very rarely will we see it all at one time. Most of the time, the only time we're going to see it all is in the vision God gives us in our heart. But as we're going, we won't see because remember, the enemy is going to put things in our field of vision to make us change our mind. But we got to be we got to be steadfast. No, I'm going to keep going back. Here, here's, here's the thing. We need to go back for nourishment. All right. We need the food. When God calls us somewhere, when he calls us to something, keep going back. Go back to God so that you can get the nourishment, the strength, the energy, the food you need, the spiritual sustenance that you need, the substance you need to keep your spirit strong. Keep going back to God because you need the nourishment. Keep going back to God for this. You need the reassurance. Keep going back to God for the reassurance, because when you go back, you're like, oh, yeah, I remembered when this thing was supposed to be empty. But God keeps showing up on my behalf. I remember when when this wasn't supposed to work out, but God keep showing up on my behalf. So I get that reassurance now that I can come back again tomorrow. Every time I come back, I get what I need. I get that reassurance. So you need to. Keep going back so you can get some nourishment. You need to keep going back so you can get some reassurance. You need to keep going back so you can get some alignment. You need to keep going because every time you go back, you realign yourself with the promise of God. Every time you go back to God, every time it's like, man, I'm, I just don't know. I'm, 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 I'm out here now and I don't see my way. Go back. Because every time you go back, you get that realignment. God realigns you with his promise. I told you this is what I was going to do. Every time she goes back to the jar, every time she goes back to, to the flower, she's, she's realigning herself to the promise that every time you come, you're going to have something to eat. So we have to learn as folks of faith that, that we have to keep going back to God so he can align us and, and realign us to his to his promise and to the things that he has called us to. I'm telling you, when we do that, then, then we'll start to see the big thing. Then we'll start to walk into the stuff God is talking about. But, but, but all while everybody else is scrambling, trying to figure it out all while they're talking about this in the economy and that in the economy, all while the other stuff is going on around us, I am going to keep going back because that's where my food is. That's where my nutrition is. That's where I'm nourished. That's where my assurance is. I get reassurance every time I go back and I get realigned to the promises of God. I'm telling you, we got to keep going back. We got to keep going back to the place that God has called us to. As people of God, we got we to gotta keep going back. Whether it's prayer, whether it's Bible study, whether it's reading, keep going. I'm amazed at how many people get in God and get such blessings from God, but then won't keep going back to God. Keep going back. Don't allow what you see. I, I, I'll go this far. Don't allow some mistake you've made. Change your mind about going back. Go back. That's where you're going to get the nourishment to be strong to do what he's called you to do. That's where you're going to get the reassurance that he's with you, will never leave you nor forsake you. That's where you're going to get the alignment that I know the plans that I have for you. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you a future and a hope. Go back to God so you can get what you need. And as many times as it takes, keep going back. Keep going back. Keep going back. I remember, I'll end with this. I remember... The children of, of Israel getting ready to cross over Jordan and getting ready to go into the promised land. And, and uh, God gives, gives Joshua the command, march around the city uh, for one day, march around 
for, for one time each day for the first six days and seven times on the seventh day. They march around on day one, see nothing. March around day two. Yeah, okay. They're, they're gathering intel, getting military information, whatever, whatever. They're marching and they're not seeing anything. Day one goes, day two, day three, day four, day five, day six, they're marching, see nothing. Day seven, God says, all right, march around. This time, march around seven times. And on the seventh time, I want you to blow the trumpets. They march around. Mind you, they're not seeing anything. But you know what they did? They kept going back. Not seeing anything, but they kept going back. And the Bible says, then all of a sudden, and I, I love that because as preachers, it's hard for us to not preach all of a sudden, but, but I've been, I've been preaching for a minute now. And I realized that all of a sudden is never all of a sudden, all of a sudden only happens after we've been going back for a while. But, but the Bible says all of a sudden the walls of Jericho came down flat. And, and I looked at that. And I was like, man, what if, what if they only went back the first day, the second day? What if they only went back the third day, the fourth, the fifth, the sixth? What if they didn't mar What if they only marched around five times on the seventh day? They would have missed the blessing that God had for them. And I'm telling you as many times as you need to go back until God give you a new thing to go to, you keep going back. That is where our faith is renewed, restored, re-energized, fixed and focused on God. Keep going back so you get your nourishment keep going back so you get your reassurance keep going back so you get your alignment to his promises don't let what you see change your mind about what he said you keep going back to god you let him feed you you let him reassure you you let him align you and you stay in faith not because not not on what we see but what he said and then we posture ourselves to receive all that he has for us. I am telling you, God is an awesome God and he'll do it. And I believe, I just believe that when we learn to keep going back, man, we are going to be able to maintain our faith and walk into some awesome, awesome blessings of the Lord. Listen, man, I pray that something was said today that'll be a blessing to you. Uh, I hope that you'll continue to, uh, to just log in and, and be a part of everything we have going on here. Uh, with our, our podcast. Certainly let us know if it's being a blessing to you. Uh, like, share, subscribe, write a review, send it to folks, man. Engage with us so we know how we can uh, continue to be a blessing uh, as we go about doing these podcasts. And and if by chance God says, man, uh, that it, this is good. If you say this has been good to you and, and God says, listen, you need to put a seed down there, then then don't hesitate, man. Uh, reach out to our church, Unique Life uh, Life Church. There's a number of ways that you can give. You can go to the website there if God is laying on your heart uh, to sow into this ministry so that we can continue uh, to be productive and do things like this. That'll be a blessing to his people. Again, I pray that something was said that'll be a blessing to you. I can't wait to get together with you next time as we continue to talk about mountain moving faith being mountain movers man uh let's do it man and, and whatever we do let's keep going back amen amen listen i'm thinking about you i'm praying for you if you need me for any reason don't hesitate to reach out and until next time god bless you god keep you and i love you